The didgeridoo means it's time for the Australian News Desk. Here's two of the craziest guys we could find south of the equator. It's Steve Vischer and Grant McCarran from the Plain Crazy Down Under podcast. Yes, good day, folks. It is time for the Australia Desk, and welcome back. Steve Vischer running solo this week. Unfortunately, Grant McCarran is not well. In fact, uh, Grant has only sent me one email this weekend, which tells me that either A, somebody has cut both his arms off, or B, perhaps he's dead, or C, perhaps he's not well, which, uh, as it turns out, is the case. I spoke to Grant this afternoon, and uh, boy, he doesn't sound too well. So uh, we hope that uh, Grant actually manages to spend at least five minutes away from the ballooning office this week and uh, recuperates, because uh, I can tell you, Grant works very, very hard during the weekend. It's very, very hard to get a hold of him, unless, as I said, via email. Anyway, now I've uh, been very busy myself this weekend, however. In fact, I've been interstate over there in South Australia in their capital city, Adelaide, at their major GA airport, Parafield, uh, where they've been uh, having their first air show in many, many years. And uh, along with Baz Sheffers from our team, uh, we've been extremely busy there today uh, doing our usual air show coverage, something that we like to do. It's uh, you know nice to get out of the studio occasionally, but uh, I can tell you I've flown back. It's about uh, 700 miles away from where I live, and the airport... Uh, in Melbourne here is about an hour's drive away so I virtually run in the door here at 11.30 at night <laughs> to get this Oz desk out the door. Now uh, having a look at the uh, story list here, Grant has populated a heap of stories there but I tell you what folks, I'm too tired for that it's been a very busy day so I'm going to do something a little bit different and give you a bit of a special treat Now we did a number of interviews today uh, at the air show as I said but uh, one of the ones that uh, was a real thrill for me was speaking to uh, one of the pilots in the Royal Australian Air Force Aerobatic Display Team, the Roulettes. Now you'll have heard us talk many times in the past about the roulettes. Uh, you know, over there in the US, you have the Thunderbirds or the Blue Angels. I guess uh, in the UK, they have the Red Arrows. Well, here in Australia, we have the roulettes. They fly the Pilatus PC-9. And uh, I tell you what, sometimes it's a little bit difficult to uh, pin these guys down for an interview, but uh, I managed to do that today. I managed to have a chat with uh, Roulette 7, which is uh, Flying Officer Richard Morris, and uh, he tells us all about what it's like to be in the roulettes. I'm standing here with uh, Flying Officer Richard Morris, uh, Roulette 7. Richard, thanks for spending some time with us. I know you're really busy today. Oh, it's our pleasure. We, uh, we love to get out and about and uh, enjoy the crowd and enjoy the view, so it's uh, it's our pleasure to be here. Absolutely. Now, there's uh, six roulettes flying. Your roulette seven. Tell us about your role. My role, uh, I fly the spare aircraft. Right. Also, uh, if I'm lucky, I get to uh, participate in a lot of the, the fly pass that we get to do, like Anzac Day, Australia Day, that kind of stuff. Uh, and obviously, also provide the commentary for when the guys are flying. And uh, also, you know, obviously get to do a lot of this kind of stuff like the interviews and the media yep. um, liaison. So, yeah, it's, it's a great job. So you'll be up there doing the commentary today while the guys are up? That's correct, yep. yep. Now, the rulers are here at Parafield. I hear that they don't come here very often or if at all. So this is a, quite a significant event, I believe. Yeah, well, it's... Um it's been quite a while, I think, since Parafield have had an air show. I heard rumours about 1987 was the last one. Right. So, um, but, you know, we, uh, they, they had one uh, last year. Um, they got cancelled, which we were going to come to. So they said, you know, any chance that you can come to come to the event when it's when it's back on again so we're more than happy to do that and uh, yeah we don't get to South Australia as often as we'd like so we take every opportunity we can get to come out and uh, meet yeah. our fans in South Australia. Well South Australia is not as big a trip as your last trip you just came back from a uh, tour of Singapore how did that go? That's right uh, yeah it was a fantastic trip uh, it was a long way up and a long way back 8300 miles in total. Yeah a lot 20, of stops. Yeah 22 fuel stops uh, over 10 days uh, up and back uh, five days each yeah. and uh, yeah it was absolutely fantastic the weather was uh very interesting dodging a lot of the thunderstorms up near the equator but um 
yeah, we had a lot of fun and a really great experience. Now, sitting here in the uh, the PC9, I mean, uh, not an aircraft really built for long transits, I would have thought. I mean, how do you keep yourself comfortable doing a transit like that? Uh, keeping yourself comfortable is pretty much impossible. Uh, there's very limited in-flight services. In fact, there's none. Yeah. Um, so once you strap in, you're pretty much you're locked in uh, until you land again. But uh, like you said, they're not really designed for long transits. So after about two hours, we're pretty much out of fuel. So no leg was more was longer than about two hours. Right. Yeah. And uh, do you fly in formation when you when you do those transits, or just a sort of rough formation? Or do you? We do. It's uh, what we call uh, it's a root formation. So it's like a like a big V that you see sort of migrating birds flying. Right. And uh, so seven, I'm right up the back, which is good because I get a good view of everyone. But uh, we sit about anywhere between about 500 and a thousand feet um, behind each other. And, uh, but if we have to go into cloud, we'll, we'll close right up. And, uh, and then obviously when we arrive in the airfields, we, um, we, we close right up to the formation that you see in the, the display. Yeah, yeah. One of the things that's always interested me about the roulettes, which I believe is fairly unique to display teams of your calibre, is that you're not all fighter pilots. You all come from all different flying disciplines in the RAF. Is that something that is unique to the, to the roulettes or is it something other display teams do too? It, it is fairly unique uh, to aerobatic uh, aircraft is, yeah, because these are our advanced trainer for students on pilots course. So every pilot in the Air Force has flown the PC-9 before. Um, but even more uniquely is we're all, well I'm not because uh, I'm sort of the rookie of the team, but uh, one through six, um, they're all qualified flying instructors. So they've gone out, they've taught students how to fly, then they've gone to the central flying school where the roulettes are located um, and they've uh, learnt how to teach pilots how to be instructors. So by the time they're picked for the team they are pretty much the best of the best. They're, they're very experienced and very talented pilots. Yeah. So tell us about selection for, uh, must be very highly competitive. I mean if you, like you say, you guys are right at the top echelon of instructors I mean, there must be a lot of competition to get into the team. Well, there is sort of there isn't there isn't because uh, a lot of guys would like to do it, but it's having all the qualifications to get there in the first place is, is quite hard. So these guys uh, have been in for at least ten years. Some have been in for nearly twenty. Um, so by the time you're uh, meet all the requirements to be in the roulettes, um, you know, th- there's not a lot of pilots left. They've all either moved on or doing other things. So um, some of these guys have uh, up to 5,000 hours flying experience. So like I said, by the time they finally get to those qualifications, um, there's not a lot of pilots around with that much flying skill and uh, flying experience. So it is competitive amongst those pilots who have got it. Um, but uh, we all take turns, so we spend about two years in the team before moving on. So we try and let everybody have a go. And uh, roulette one, Steve Baker, it's, I believe it's his first season as leader, is that correct? That's right. He's uh, flown before with the roulettes, obviously. He's done, uh, I think, about four or five seasons as uh, roulette two, three, and four. Um, and five, sorry. But, uh, yeah, this is his first season as roulette leader. And uh, one of his first jobs was to lead us to Singapore and back. So wow. there's a big learning curve, but he did a great job. And, uh, yeah, he, he's a great leader. He's a great boss and yeah. uh, obviously a fantastic pilot. Yep. And what about your own flying experience? What have you flown outside of the PC-9? I uh, flew uh, the CT-4 for basic flying training, then obviously onto the CT-4. Then after pilot's course, I went to the Super King Air 350, right. um, also located at Sale, and then... Uh, by posting there uh, finished and they asked me if I'd be interested in doing something like this and um, you know I jumped at the opportunity so yeah I was, yeah I was very lucky to be in the right place at the right time. So you're doing public relations for the Roulettes and we know the best place uh, these days is to do it in social media and you're on uh, Facebook and uh, also on Twitter we uh, we always repost a lot of your stuff so where can people find you online? Yeah so uh, we've got the, the Roulettes Facebook page so it's uh, the Royal Australian Air Force Aerobatic Team uh, is sort of the, the name of, of the Facebook page and we all get on there and write posts and write updates so um, you know, if anybody's got any great photos they've taken of today or any event, um, we like we always like to see them and. Uh 
you know, if anybody's got any questions, I often will, will post you know, questions on the page and we try and answer as many of them as we can. So it's, it's a great way for us to stay in contact with the public outside of the air shows. And uh, Parafield, uh, once that winds up, you guys will stay airborne and head back to East Sale or where are you off to after that? Uh, heading home uh, via Mildura for fuel because uh, we don't have quite have enough fuel to go uh, all the way back to Sale non-stop. So I'll stop at Mildura for fuel and then and then head home tonight. Absolutely. Richard Morris, I know you're very busy. Thanks for spending some time with us. My pleasure. Thank you. And uh, that's a bit of a first, actually. Normally, we wouldn't put an interview for PCDU into the Ausdesk unless we'd already ran it in an episode. But uh, I think this was uh, really special and uh, I'm glad we could share it with you all. If you'd like to know more about the roulettes, well, uh, you can find them on their webpage, which is at uh, airforce.gov.au slash roulettes. And of course, you can also find them on their Facebook page. And if you'd like to follow uh, what our Air Force is doing, you can follow them on Twitter as well. Their Twitter handle there is Air Force HQ. I guess the other point of note too is that uh, yes, I did fly over there this weekend. I flew over with the Qantas group or the Jetstar group, depending on which way you want to look at it. I flew Jetstar over there. I was quite impressed with them. Uh, although the aircraft was a little bit dirty, I didn't think the uh, cleaning crew had done a particularly great job on their A320. And I flew back to, uh, this evening with Qantas and uh, yes, it was a very smooth flight. Uh, about an hour each way and uh, great flying. It's always nice to get up in the air. And yes, Dan, I have souvenired the in-flight magazines and they're in the mail. Okay, but uh, that's everything we have for you on this week's Australia Desk. We'll be back next week, hopefully with Grant McCarran. But until then, I'm Steve Vischer. Cheers, folks. Southern Skies. Online Media.